We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show. It's Monday. We are alive. Um, Ryan is it's a little later for him. It's still kind of early for me. But uh, Ryan, welcome in. We're talking Tuesdays, four games late at DraftKings. Ryan has come off of two Saturday. Uh, he, you just won another King of the Pitch ticket. So, so congrats uh, on that. Yeah, thanks. It was wild weekend yeah saturday uh started off second in the united and southampton showdown so that was nice i was 1500 then i got second in the the tottenham uh norwich showdown yesterday for 3000 i also got third and fifth in that showdown for like another 1500 so the showdowns went well saturday main slate though is um yeah, you know, it might sound, it might, might, hopefully it doesn't sound like I'm complaining about it. It was a nice day, but uh, yeah, second in the main slate for 5K and third in the 333. But um, yeah, like I didn't have Holland and I didn't have Sterling. So, you know, it took a second half hat trick from Holland, second half brace from Sterling, and Chelsea was down to 10 men. And I was still winning the main slate in the 90th minute. Uh, and then Anthony Gordon, yellow card, I lost by. Point five or half a point, I believe. And I also lost uh, the other king of the pitch. I got second in the $25 king of pitch. So it was almost two tickets, but you know, it's tough to complain. Like <laughs> big weekend and another ticket, but like it was close to my best day ever. I mean, maybe not money wise because the king of the pitch. Right. But anyways, this slate. Um, yeah, this one, this is an interesting one. Um, I'm sure we're going to see a bunch of rotation. It's a quick turnaround for these teams. So starting 11s, you know, are up in the air. Um, and then the first sort of thing that stands out is, well, uh, there's not going to be nearly as many goals as the last slate no. that, that we had. Uh, Mitrovic, it looks like, has the best goal scoring odds, and they're plus 145. Um, so, you know, nothing special for anyone. Um, so floor points. Maybe more important that that happens when there's less goals. Um, now we have four games, so there's still sh- should be some goals, but yeah, still floor points are going to be more important. Now, where do we go for that? I don't know. Like, um, we'll get into that, but uh, yeah, I guess we, 
should we start it forward? Do you have any overall thoughts or what, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking back at the last time we had a slight like this. This was two weekends ago, except it turned out to be that there is actually a bunch of goals, if I'm not mistaken. It was like Fulham against Brentford, Crystal Palace against Villa, Everton, Forest. There's no clean sheets. Leicester City against Southampton. Uh, oh, yeah. so it was, you know, the last slate where we didn't have even a top 10 team kind of a thing, top six team, whatever. And it turned out to be there's actually goals. I don't think that's going to happen on this slate. Uh, I mean, we could just see it. Chelsea are the biggest favorite with the highest implied total at Southampton. Do we believe that? Okay, maybe. Um, but just looking overall, general thought on this slate is you just look at these matchups, and I think Southampton are going to play kind of similar to how they did uh, against Manchester City, Manchester United over the weekend. So I don't think like this is like a, a smash spot really for Chelsea and you throw in the way they're playing um, with Leeds and Everton. Everton have been playing pretty defensive here. Uh, we'll see if Neil Mape starts for them. Brentford Crystal Palace, uh, Thomas Frank just said today, he's like, we already know this is going to be a very, you know, tight match. There's not going to be a ton of opportunities for either side. Then I looked at the recent results. Both games are scoreless between those teams last season. So, I mean, he knows what he's talking about. And then you got Fulham and Brighton. Brighton have been, you know, one of the best defenses limiting teams all season. So that's just the kind of overall look on the slate. So it's like, okay, well, play your cash lineup in the GPPs and then just go from there. But the problem is that we don't know who's starting. So, so uh, like I got Eberacha easy on, on the front cover here of the, uh, the graphic on YouTube. What if Michael Elise starts? We got a lot of questions. So what, what are your first thoughts, I guess, in cash games? Zaha, we don't know what's going to happen with him, so it's kind of hard to talk about that. But uh, what, what's your just first look here? Yeah, um, I don't – Yeah, like you, like you say, play your cash lineup in GPPs. I mean, I know what you're getting at, and sure, <laughs> but uh, the cash lineup isn't uh, as cut and dry uh, this for this slate, in my opinion. So, like – Okay, what okay. lineup are are you going to play? Um, I don't know. Like when I look at look at the slate from a cash perspective, um, I just want to see if there's like anybody who's a priority. Just overall, you want to get them in there no matter what and move on. Do we have that on this slate? Well, let's just look at the forwards. Like Pascal Gross. Pascal Gross would be the cash forward in the top range. Um, He's been really good this season. He's played 90 minutes all four games. You know, crazy. He's playing in a more attacking role now. Three goals already this season. Still, though, now 9,700 is a lot. Um, a, way to Fulham, a way to Fulham is an okay matchup. Um, 9,700 is a lot. I mean, you know, we were just talking about in the last slate, we didn't want to pay 8,800 for gross he was <laughs> yeah. home to Leeds. now part of that was because you know we had liverpool and city on the slate i mean that that was a big part of it but still 9700 you know pascal gross isn't isn't a lock by any means for that price um but you can go there if if you have the salary we'll see if there's enough value but there might not be okay so then after that you said you might put as a on the cover he'd be like the next the next guy you would go to in cash, maybe you would start your lineup there. But <clears throat> if Olise is in there, that's going to take half the sets. If Milivojevic is in there, 
that's going to take maybe all of SA's corners. I'm not yeah. sure because like he hasn't played in a while, but last year Milivojevic was taking corners over Eze. So like Milivojevic is in there. Eze is not even in consideration for cash at 8K. Um, if Will Hughes is in there, then, you know, he would split sets. He would take the left-footed ones instead of, you know, like Olise would if he was in there. But anyway, so. What is, like, uh, just jumping off that, uh, do your thoughts change? So as he's been playing, you know, central midfield in the three midfield spots for Crystal Palace, when they've gone with the 4-3-3, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like against better teams, you know, they go 5-4-1 kind of thing. Uh, if Zaha's out again, as a previously, I mean, he didn't really play in the midfield prior to Vieira, I guess. I mean, he, he's coming off, you know, the Achilles injury and everything. What if Eze moved into that left forward role and took Zaha's spot? Would that change your thoughts? I assume so. At least a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I would definitely like him more for tournaments, for GPPs. Yeah. It probably wouldn't change my thoughts for cash, though. For mm-hmm. cash, my thoughts would only depend on who else is in the lineup. Uh, if it's clear that he's going to be taking set pieces, um, then yeah, you could start there, like save 1700 and start there instead of gross. There, one, one thing's for sure. I, I looked at the slate a little bit. Um, if you're thinking about playing gross and as a, or just in general, spending up twice at forward, I think that's a mistake. Um, there's, there's cheap forwards, there's cheap forwards that are in play and there's, you're going to need money for defense and maybe, maybe money for midfield too. So I don't think you should spend up twice at forward. Hmm, okay. I don't entirely agree with that, but I mean, there's okay. a lot of ways we can go. Obviously I, the, the questions Tell me here, what you think. tell me what you think. Well, just the, the questions with the starting 11s is we have a lot of things where like we have, one guy who could start's 8,000, but in the same position, it's like 5,000. Like the Daniel James spot, Daniel James is 5,000. And I currently put in a Siniestra or Sinistera, however you say the guy's name, mm-hmm. uh, into the starting 11. He played last week in their cup match, came on for James, I don't know, 60th minute over the weekend. Um, he's 7,800. So you just have like the, this wide range of, you know, you have these forwards that you can spend down on, but I, I guess you're, I guess you can, uh, I assume now that I'm look, looking further here, the this, this Southampton forwards are all very cheap uh, outside of Shea Adams. Like we have, it depends who starts, but I mean, at least one of them is going to start like Adam Armstrong, Joe Rebo. I mentioned Neil Mape, he's down there 3,900. If Eduard starts uh, for Crystal Palace, 3,900, but if Mateta starts, uh, you know, he's 6,000. So it, it's just one of these situations where we can't really decide uh, if you do want to spend down one of those guys, there's a chance he's not going to start and you're going to have to change your lineup last minute kind of thing. So um, yeah, I, I assume you're probably go- looking at one of those Southampton guys or you're going somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I should have say, <clears throat> you know, I was in, <laughs> might sound sort of like a weird cash play, um, but I was planning on Mopai um, okay. if, if Mopai got the start um, just because that Everton Leeds game to me is clearly better than uh, the Palace Brentford game and the Fulham 
uh, Brighton game, at least like, you know, those are two defenses that make mistakes, allow mm-hmm. goals. They don't have the greatest players. Um, they allowed a ton of goals last year. Um, so like 3,900 for Mopai, I know he doesn't have much of a floor, but like neither do those Southampton guys. Um, and if you're going to punt somewhere, like it doesn't hurt to punt a center forward going against Leeds. I mean, you know, <clears throat> this is where like, I don't know if this is, you know, some people might say like, it's a bad cash play, like, but as someone who's, you know, I've only played a couple weeks of cash now, but I'm still undefeated. So I, I, I would roll with Mopai, I'm pretty sure. And I guess I, I should just like, should tell people why, like, I'm playing Reese James and Chilwell if they're starting on the wings. Like for me, I know I'm just going to skip around, but just if those guys start on the wings, they're clearly priorities for me. So it's going to mean I'm going to have to punt somewhere else. So that's another reason why I was looking at a cheap forward. But yes, then also Danny James, definitely. Like, you know, Danny James, uh, you know, you were talking about, you don't know if he'll start, but this home to Everton is is a pretty good spot. I mean, it's much better than last week when, you know, we were trying to force him in uh, a way to, to, to Brighton. Um, not we, so I, not we, not we, not, not you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't end up rostering him either, by okay. the way, but you know, we, we were, we were thinking about it. This is a much better spot. So I wouldn't yeah, mind yeah. Going to Danny James uh, at 5k either. Yeah. If uh, you remember guys, we had the, like, uh... sorry, sorry. If, if Mopai didn't start, and 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 I got like the, I had the exact lineup I wanted, but the thirty nine hundred forward didn't start. I wouldn't necessarily be in a, opposed to rolling with Edward for the same price if he started. Yeah, if you remember, we had the uh, Kiefer Moore and Daniel James discussion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kiefer Moore six point four points. He drew two fouls in that nine nil nine nil loss. So uh, that's pretty funny, but. So then there you go. Like, yeah, these, these $3,900 center forwards, they turn out okay sometimes and they can score goals. Yeah. Even if Eduard or Mope don't start, like we still have, if Adam Armstrong starts, if Joe Rebo starts, we still have guys down here, at least in case like you're sold on this lineup to where right. you have a 3k forward in there. There's at least other options. It's not like there's one guy. So that's it at least a something that helps i guess you know like you, i guess we could just quickly go through other uh, the other teams like where else would you want to go um like that, that's the thing where well, else would you want to go there's no one on fulham like you know you're not going to play metro decord over reed you're not going to do that against brentford for 5900 right. um chelsea like kai havertz th- he's cheap enough like he's Totally not a cash play, but like it might not be the worst thing for 6,700, but like I, I don't want to do it. Um, and then Leeds, yeah, Danny James, Everton. You're not going to play these Everton guys in cash. McNeil, like, eh. Gordon, Gordon 7,700. No I mean, yeah. no, right? So like, you know, I guess as a and gross, they could end up standing out as the best two. And like, you know, maybe with rotation, you'll get enough cheap guys to to afford it. And, you know, maybe Reese starts in the back three and then you don't want to play him. Yeah, then you end up spending up twice uh, at, at forward in cash. So, you, you know, you 
see what happens when lineups come out. I will say that if Damsgaard stars for Brentford, um, there's a chance. I don't know if I want to use the word you don't be fooled by it, but it seems like he's a guy that will come in and play like 60 or so minutes. Uh, he started in the cup match last week. I think he went 60 or 70 minutes. Um, it's just like, okay, here's a 5,400 guy. He could be on set pieces for Brentford, at least split in set pieces, plug him in. I, I still, I don't like the matchup and I, I, he's not going to go full 90. So I think that if that happens, that'll be something to, to look out for, but he'll probably get looks as well. Yeah. It's kind of an ugly slate here at forward. It, uh, yeah. If you don't want gross or as it's like, what do you want? Um, look at, Which, a, you know, that makes gross and as a look a little bit better, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's know, almost like it's expensive. That's nine, seven is a lot. If you don't go with those guys, then yeah, I guess the, the, what is it? The dinky duo, this is where you dinky twice. <laughs> I mean, dude, Pascal Gross is six thousand more than Mopai, basically. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, right. uh, yeah, that's a yeah, big difference. I mean, that's a big difference. Yeah, it's it seems like I mean, Gross he's been getting the score sheet a crazy amount in the early season, but uh, that really hasn't been the case for his entire career. So yeah, and you know, it's weird to see him just going 90 minutes every time. I mean, you know, yeah, he was, I guess he was actually benched like, at one point last season. It's, it's something like happened where now he's good friends with Grand Potter and I don't know. Yeah. Like part of the reason is I'm just weary because of all my experience with Pascal gross. Like if, if Graham Potter, you know, came out and said gross is going to get 90 minutes against Fulham and he's going to take most of the set pieces, you know, he, he, I don't know. You can make an argument that he's close to a priority. Uh, I guess if you want to roster Gross or if you're thinking like Gross is a good play, then just roster him because there really isn't much. Well, I mean, we're talking about that, but he's actually, uh, what? I don't know. I don't know if he's splitting, but Solomon March is also taking set pieces. Like we haven't mentioned that, so it's not even like a full on. Right, exactly, which is a lot for ninety seven hundred, like for a Brighton player that doesn't even have a monopoly. Right, it's. Sally March. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to midfield. But yeah, Sally March has been taking some of the left-footed corners. <clears throat> Does anything stand out for tournaments, just just in terms of pricing, guys you want to focus on? Um, um, yeah, Kai Havertz stands out for sure. I mean, he um, always stands out. It's just yeah, like... He... <laughs> like, now like his price has kind of dropped back down again, and because he hasn't been scoring goals. I don't know. Chelsea haven't been that great. But, you know, Chelsea's the biggest favorite. They have, you know, the highest total. Again, it's it's under two. I don't know. What was it, like 1.9 or something? Mm-hmm. One point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's he's cheap. I mean, for so Havertz stands out for tournaments. Um, I mean, Mopai is the best, you know, the quote-unquote best tournament play on the slate if there wasn't uh, – if ownership, you know, wasn't a thing. But – He'll be very popular, um, but I, I'm still going to play him. Like, it's just too cheap for a guy playing against Leeds. Um, Do you think people then, look at uh, Sterling's brace, and even though he's 10.2K, he'll be more popular than you think he is? Yeah. Um, Sterling's, yeah. Um, 
that's too much for Sterling. You know, I don't really want to roster Sterling. I would though, like you're right. You bring up a good point. I would, if, if other people weren't going to, but I still think people will roster him in tournaments. Don't you? There's just not yeah. a lot else. I mean, Mitro for 9,400. Like, I even think he'll be rostered just a little bit too much. I mean, so like, that's like not normally, I don't normally roster those, you know, like expense, you know, like we talked about Ivan, Tony, Jamie Vardy, that tape. I mean, Mitro is like a little different because, you know, he's guaranteed 90 and he just shoots all the time <clears throat> and he takes pens. So like, yeah, he's a decent play, but it's too expensive and he'll still get ownership too um yeah 9400 just for like a match with what 2.6 um fulham are 1.19 and play goal total and he's 9400 that's that's a lot yeah and then this guy i saw you have him in the you know in the projected 11 this denny's undav for for brighton for 5700 if if he started mm -hmm. at center forward over fulham I'd take some shots on him or sorry over Welbeck against Fulham. I could take some shots on him in tournaments. Um, and yeah, the palace forward, the palace center forward will be relatively cheap. So I don't know. Yeah, like, what are you looking at? Uh, the thought with Undav here is so Malpe has gone, obviously he's out, he's out of here to now. Um, so Danny Welbeck is a guy who has dealt with, you know, constant injuries it seems like for many years i don't think grand potter is gonna be pushing him to play you know start in every match especially when you got midweek matches uh so that's that's kind of my reasoning there so i think there's it's a chance undav scored in what 67 minutes last cup match so i mean it's it's a shot in the dark kind of for my projections here but i think it'd be a mis mistake if he actually starts uh well back here because i mean it we just know he's going to get hurt. So at some point. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I agree. Uh, like the, these are like, it's a quick turnaround. Like ooh, I would expect to see some rotation, but it's, it's been sort of great, crazy with Brighton. I was going to ask you like, is Brighton just going to roll out the same line? I mean, you know, they're so hot. They, they keep winning. Like it's, yeah. it, it's one of those situations where sometimes you just see the same 11 again, like, you know, um, so, but yeah, we'll see. Um, the one other thing, you know, just cause we've been talking about a little bit about Ivan Tony each week, this is actually a week where I'm more likely to just to roster him a couple times. And it's because he's not as good of a play on paper, you know, away to palace and not a very good matchup. And also because he's the same salary as, as someone who will carry some ownership in as so like, if I have some lineups that you know, land on 8,000 or maybe some as a lineups, I would turn them into Ivan Tony lineups. So I think he's an, an acceptable tournament play this week because he won't be as popular as he normally is. Yeah. I still, still not. Right. I know. Like, I don't like, are you going to say you, you don't like that match at all? I hate no. that match too. I mean, you're like, looking at it. It's like, even if he scores, it's going to be like, okay, maybe he'll get 15 points. That might I be yes. Yeah, it may be enough, though, on this slate, so. But no, I like I don't like it either. I guess you're making my, you're, you're kind of making my point, though, in that. Right, right, right. Like, I, I sort of like him when he's not a good play, you know? Yeah, one thing I will say on the short week before we go to midfielders is 
So we're on a short week and early in the season, we have like new, new players that, you know, they haven't seen a ton of premier league, uh, like not regular guys that come in off the bench kind of a thing. And we may see guys who get starts and it, it, it stood out to me this past weekend where, so Brentford were home against Everton, uh, unexpectedly Pontus Janssen out with an injury. Zanka started this guy who, you know, he's been, he was at Sheffield United. He's been around he, whenever he played last season, it didn't result in good things for Brentford early on gave up, you know, Anthony Gordon breakaway goal kind of a thing. Zanka was, was out of position and he's too slow. So that's also why I think uh, Brentford can go back to five in the back. So they don't have to deal with, with too much Zanka right there. I guess we'll, we'll see what happens with Janssen. I don't think we've had their press conference yet, but um, another thing like we, like Kenny Tete for Fulham, Kevin Mbabu came on for him late. And I think it was Martinelli was roasting Mbabu uh, late in that match. Like we just have things where these guys aren't used to the premier league pace. And on a short week, we could have new defenders in here. And I think that that'll be something to look out for. Uh, I guess also crystal palace, Tyreek Mitchell went off against Manchester city. Chris Richards came on for him. Manchester city scored four goals after Chris Richards came on. Um, not, not to say those things are, that much correlated, but Tyreek Mitchell, pretty good left back. Um, just things to watch out for on a short week. We got new defenders who haven't played in the Premier League before, kind of a thing. Yeah. So no, definitely a good point. Like, um, <clears throat> that's that, the kind of thing I want to attack. Is, is no, kind that's, of what the, I, I that's the saying. stuff you you'll be looking for. Look, like part of the reason I can come on this podcast and just for the most part say exactly what I think about everything is because. Not much really matters until you see the lineups come out. You know, I mean, I I, I shouldn't say that, but like, that's when everything changes. That's like when all the decisions are made. That's when you're evaluating like whose spot got better, who's got worse. You know, you're looking at the lineups. Yeah, everything you said, like, absolutely. uh, I'm looking for those things. And yeah, Tyreek Mitchell, he's a he's defensively one of the best left backs in the league. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that stuff affects things a lot. Right. So midfielder. James Ward-Prowse, I I think I overlooked him when I first uh, was going through my first build here. But James Ward-Prowse is nine thousand. Do you think? Do you think you if you don't go gross, do you do you plug in Ward-Prowse at midfield? But I, there's so many midfield options that you kind of don't need to spend up at at Ward-Prowse, right? Right, like you don't need to, um, but you still might. I guess is is the best like. Um, okay. So if Mason Mount starts for Chelsea, like I wouldn't want to play Mount. I mean, you look at, you know, he came off at halftime. He's been subbed early and came off. He came off because of the red card to Gallagher. Right. Okay. So fine. He's still been subbed early Mm. in three of four and he's like his role on set pieces is just completely up in the air, like depending on lineups and formations and all that. So like, I wouldn't be excited about rostering mount like he he wouldn't be a priority for me especially if you know i i want i want reese james and and chillwell or cucarella or who's ever on the left wing so you know ward prowse would stand out up there but still it's a matchup like against chelsea it's not a good spot like these spots where southampton are at home um against you know like a chelsea or a tottenham one of the maybe not elite teams, but better teams. Um, I feel like people tend to overrate 
Southampton in these spots. Like it's, it's not a good spot for them, but I, uh, I don't know, like people, you know, Southampton are a very streaky team and sometimes they su- surprise the bigger teams. Sometimes they come out on fire at home, you know, Hasan Hoodles, he's a good manager for that team and, and he gets them playing at times. But um, I think for the most part, people overrate Southampton in these spots. So I don't think like Ward Prowse is a, is a must at all. Like Chelsea are going to be second best in this match. A lot of the time. I mean, don't you think like they're, they're, they're not going to have like, too much possession and create too many chances that's what i think at least i don't know like i could be wrong yeah, i mean and the thing is that southampton are a team where they could just give up five goals in this matchup or they could actually put in a good fight yeah you know um, another thing though if if they go down early which like is good chance of happening then you get a situation where where Prowse will get there like what happened against united even last week like that's that's a line you could see. Like you, you like you like Southampton chasing games, like especially at home. Like you know they they're gonna go down early, and then he will get some set pieces. So you know I don't know. Like it's not a priority, but you might end up there if there's if there's enough value. Yeah, yeah, because we I mean there's possibilities. Zh starts. You mentioned that eighty seven hundred. Yeah, but... yeah. So like I would want to like I would have some interest in Zh rather than Mahal. Um, yeah, rather than Ziyech over Pulisic and Mount, kind of a thing. Yeah, like if if Ziyech started, uh, you know, I think I would go to him over Ward Prowse. I think uh, that's it's it's a riskier one though. I, I'm just I'm having flashbacks. We had Southampton and Chelsea slates last year, a couple of them like in a row, and Ward Prowse and Mount slates. I remember one where they were against each other. Then they were always on the same slate, like every week. Like, you know, I've gotten these spots where I don't roster Mount too. Like I got crushed on him a few times last year. I remember there was a few of these like identical spots where I even said on this podcast, like, no, we don't want to roster Mount. He hasn't been taking sets like, you know, and, and then he had a couple of huge games, like hat tricks last year, multiple ones and braces. Um, and like, in, in this sort of spot. So like for tournaments, I feel like people, I would at least think people would, would be thinking similar to me. So like maybe Mount uh, won't get as much ownership. So I think in tournaments, like he'd be fine, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't roster him in cash games. Yeah. Someone mentioned in the chat, ZH is probably on his way out. So maybe we're yeah, like, too much about yeah, it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it doesn't seem like, this would be the spot to start him, especially right. if he's leaving yeah. another, another expensive attacking player who failed at Chelsea. <laughs> so we have these expensive guys, but I guess Jack Harrison's still kind of expensive. So Jack Harrison, 8,300 Andres Pereira, 5,700 Brandon Aronson, 6,000 of Elise starts Elisa 5,900. We have a lot of options, a lot of set piece takers. If you like Jensen, he's 6,100. Um, am I missing someone who would be popular in cash games? No, I don't think so. That's, That's the of... range, like right there. What do you do in that range? Um, again, Jensen or y- Jensen, you know. Not I think we, you know, you, you know my thoughts on him. Like, I think the best thing to say is like, he's an acceptable play. Actually, <laughs> I wonder. So sorry, but. I wonder if he's actually not even going to start because he just went 90 minutes. 
I wonder if it's like, okay, I'll give you 90 minutes, but you're not going to start this next match. Yeah, that, I don't know. Now that they, I look, yeah. Um, no, no, I, I know. I, I, I was surprised to see that too. I don't know if he's going to start either, but I'm, I'm just saying like, I'm not, I wouldn't play him, but he's an acceptable play. Like if you like him and want to roster him, I guess. Um, Aronson, I would rather go to Aronson. I like, I mean, I like that matchup, but like, I think Olise or Pereira is, is where I would go uh, for cash games. I don't know. What, what about you? Um, I, I like Aronson. I'm all about that Leeds matchup. I think it's a great, great bounce back spot. Everton are Everton. They're putting up fights. I'm not sure if that matters here in this matchup. Uh, but Pereira, uh, I don't know. Pereira is is kind of a tough one. He he's still cheap. He's still cheap for you know majority of set pieces and everything. He'll probably, he'll, I mean, he's gonna be popular in cash games because he's only 5,700 and he's home. But uh, just this matchup, and you know, he, I guess he has some upside i mean we saw you saw what he did against brentford I right. just don't so think this it's is gonna be a repeat of that I'm, I'm i'm glad you brought this up like and i'm not saying like i'm right about this or there's necessarily a right answer but just let's say aronson and Pereira, aronson and Pereira. i mean in these specific spots like i prefer aronson too like just because of that matchup like in tournaments I think Aronson would have a better chance to score assist or, you know, might be involved in more attacking opportunities, but for cash, like you just play Pereira. Like he's the set piece taker. He plays, I don't know what he, Oh, he went only 79 last week, but you know, majority set piece taker home matchup, pretty cheap. Like, I think it's still like, pretty decent value at least for cash so i would probably play Pereira in cash that's just me he feels safer do you like this 57 solomon march here he's kind of it's been kind of an afterthought but i mean you look at what he's done he's splitting set pieces um 5400 i mean depends again what yeah you... he's playable too this range you have like six guys <laughs> they're like all the same honestly right. they're like I guess it's one of the, you can kind of just play who you want. No one really stands out again. Like I would go to Pereira over Sally March though. I mean, I would feel like Pereira is taking more, a higher percentage of sets and play normally plays more minutes and is playing at home. So like I just play Pereira in those spots and don't really think about it. We have, Loftus cheek here. We don't know where he's going to start. Uh, there's there's a chance he's on the outside if Kovacic returns to starting eleven. If Kovacic starts next to Jorginho, we could have Loftus cheek out at wing back again. Forty seven hundred. He's always an interesting play. Uh, Jorginho continues to drop in price. He will always get some looks because he's on PKs, but he's forty three hundred. And what else are we doing in cash games here? Man, um, there's a chance click starts, and I don't know. He might be on PKs for for leads, so that's going further down. Yeah, I think like I don't know. You don't really need to. You don't really need to punt midfield. I don't know. Like, yeah, because you're you got pretty much the guys we just mentioned. Yeah, like it's. 
probably a mistake. Love right. love to speak would be the only one like okay. may, maybe. Um, and I don't know. You got to think we're going to get Reese James on the wing, right? And and Loftus Cheek in the center this time. I would I, think so. Not we, with we thought out. that like the past two weeks, but <laughs> right. But yeah, I don't know. Now with Gallagher out, there's like more of a need there. <laughs> and honestly, I think Reese James was put in the back three because you know last week with Koulibaly out because I don't know they need his pace and to deal with like Harvey Barnes and Jamie Vardy and like in this spot just doesn't seem like they really need him. They need his attacking more. So I think, but I don't that, know. Tuchel, I think that's what the general public thinks, but Google does weird things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm kind of interested in that click play. I mean, he's taken set pieces in the past, uh, at least set pieces from uh, non-corner spots, but it's, it's an interesting uh consideration there at 3900 if you like leads um this probably may be more your utility spot but yeah i think it's probably better for tournaments than Mm -hmm. cash yeah yeah um this is kind of what we're left with with you know defensive four game slates uh nothing too much really stands out Uh, jordan's guy McAllister down here 5500 We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Defender. So do you think, you mentioned Defender earlier. Are you going, is this your three Defender slate? I I wasn't originally on that, but 
Do you think this um, great playthrough defender? Again, it depends. So if James and yeah, Chilwell or Cucurella are on the wing, then I would want to play both of them. So it's it's those two defenders. And then I don't know, are we are we gonna get another good one? Maybe. You know, I was just thinking though, I was just thinking a little bit more about midfield. If we have all those five K guys, like five or six guys that are decent plays, right? Then there isn't mu- as much of a need for Ward Prowse. Um, so it's possible that Ward Prowse would be a mistake. And then, you know, you should probably just use 5K guys and then that would let you play Pascal Gross. So like you could maybe just play him anyway, even even if he's too expensive. You know, when right. you, if the guy's too expensive, but you can just play him anyway, then you and just he, play him. Like he's, he's a free, you see this situation a lot. Yeah. So he's a free 10 points and you right. don't know what else you're getting from right. the forward. So, so and like as far as construction goes, so you can just pay for some of those middle middling midfielders or mid-tier midfielders, the ones you like, and get up to gross and play the best defenders. That looks like a pretty, pretty good strategy too. Um, I don't know. Is there any other defenders besides the Chelsea guys? Uh, I'll take a look now, but is there anyone that you were looking at? Well, I had a lineup built on, on Saturday around like Reese James playing at wing back. And then it was either Cucurella or Chilwell playing wing back. And I was like, mm-hmm. actually, we're going to do a 4-3-3 and mess up, <laughs> and mess up everything. And uh, it was just uh, kind of stupid. But and- I mean, if Reese James is this more expensive than he was? Yeah. 7,800. This is the most expensive he's been all season. So if he's, if he's playing in the back three again, like I, I can't use him. No. Playing, starting in the back three at that price. It, it's just, uh, it's just too much. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, I think there are guys other than Chelsea. I mean, we'll see if a gets another start for Brighton uh, played, Plays on the left wing, fifty-two hundred guy who may not be there for a full ninety. We'll see. Uh, Tariq Lamptey again, also Brighton. We saw him play in attacking roles last season, and we'll see how Brighton line up. It, it, not cash plays. I mean, I don't think they're the worst though. I mean, if we get like Lamptey, like if these guys are playing wing back, even I don't think they're right. The but they, worst. I mean, they get subbed, right? It seems too risky to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a short week, so I, we'll see. I right, guess, but I, I mean, the like five subs is kind of like like you would just you would never play a Brighton, uh, one of those Brighton guys in cash over Anthony Robinson just because of price. I mean, like you can't, you know, you know what I'm saying. You you can't like you, you can't overpay are you you can't I still think 4500 is kind of expensive for no i shouldn't i'm 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 just saying over anybody i guess i just brought up anthony robinson because it was in the same game i like there's nothing that i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say i guess but they i don't know there's nothing that warrants paying extra money to get to them i guess i don't know yeah it depends I mean, you'd be looking for tournaments, at tournaments. Yes, for tournaments. Yes, I think you'd be looking at these guys if James was in the back three, and then Loftus Cheek was wide. So you basically have to choose between Chilwell and Cucurella, and then another defender. So it depends on if you want to actually full on punt at your other defender or decide between 
Yeah, I think you probably I like I would rather just play a midfielder for that 5k price, you know, like all those guys. Well, it's even your second defender, though, is what I'm saying. Oh, second defender, like like if James is in the back three. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. You know, I that's tough. If James is in the back three, so far, every time he's started in the back three, he's ended up on the wing and ended. You know, so like you could still play him in cash. Like if, if I would, I would be more apt to play him in cash if he started in the back three than play him in tournaments for tournaments. I would basically almost close to cross him off, but for cash, I still think it's fine just because there's nothing else. And like, there's. Yeah. But you think like a, his, I don't know, eight to 10 point floor, if that, is worth it at 8,100? Here's what I, this is what I'll say. If Reese James comes out of, in the second half on the wing, I don't want to not have him. That's like, I don't know, like, like when that happens, when he ends up on the wing and they're attacking in the second half against Southampton and he's like taking the sets and, you know, in the box taking shots, like I don't want to not have him at that point. So like if I, if, if I can have him, I'd still play him in cash especially if Mount didn't start because then he's taking, he's taking those sets. I mean, I agree with that. It's just Chelsea are the biggest favorite. And I mean, you kind of go with that strategy, assuming that Chelsea don't score in the first half and you know, they're winning as as expected kind of thing. Like that's not, he's not going to move into that role if they're up, you know, one or two goals in the first half. Yeah, and like just you know, we'll see what happens again. Uh, every could happen the completely the complete opposite way, but the same as I was saying, people like overrate Southampton in this spot. They will underrate Chelsea a little bit, or they they will think like, man, maybe this isn't as good of a spot. Chelsea hasn't been playing that good. Now they're on the road to Southampton. I'm just telling you, more times than not, Chelsea come out and dominate this game. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen on Saturday, but like, that's just what I think. If we remove the first four games of the season, I think the Chelsea implied total is 2.5 and they'd be incredibly favored on this slate. They Everyone would go to Chelsea on the slate if this was the first match of the season. Right. So, like, I can't tell if you're agreeing with me or not, but, like, <laughs> there's potential for Chelsea to come out and smash here, or do they suck now and, and like, you see that in their low implied total? I'm kind of scared is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of scared too. <laughs> I mean, trust me, Ch- I mean, Chelsea – Chelsea's one of the most frustrating teams in DFS for me. I mean, they, I get Chelsea wrong all the time. Uh, they let me down all the time. This is a tough slate. Um, like I thought they would do a little more against Leicester. Um, they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't, uh, you know, yeah. Like you, they've, they've let I me mean, down. So they've, they've, let, they've, let, they've let everyone down. So I mean, against Leicester, they went down to 10 men in, like, the 20th minute, though, uh, and, one, and one. Was it the 20th or, like, the Maybe 40th? the 30th minute. It was definitely midway through the first half. Oh, I guess, okay, yeah, 28th, yeah, because Gallagher no, I mean, clipped that guy. 
still like not bad to come out and win that game. But no, yeah, you know what you're saying. That's what I mean. It was a very small sample. Like more often than not, Chelsea's going to cruise in this spot. I also will say, so was that su- uh, Saturday? Liverpool got nine goals after that match. So Southampton lost earlier that day to Manchester United. Southampton Twitter account tweeted something at Bournemouth, like welcome to the club or something because yeah, they allowed nine yeah, goals. Yeah. It's like, that, that is not good karma. Bad karma right <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's a team to allow nine goals on this slate, it's Southampton. So that's funny. Uh, but okay. So other defending options outside of this Brent or Brighton guys, I guess Rico Henry, again, Rico Henry now 5,100. We'll see how much rotation there is. Pascal strike is now, Overly expensive here at 4,600. Right. On the opposite side, Christensen, 3,500. If you want to spend down, that may be the fullback to look at. Uh, Definitely. Like from a value perspective, Kristen, Christensen in a plus matchup is the play. Yeah. Like that, that, that would have been a better example. Like, I guess, yeah, like you couldn't play a Brighton guy over Christensen. Like, again, like, I guess, yeah, you could, I guess, if you, Technically, you could. Sure. Okay. You could, but like not if you're sacrificing anything at all. I mean, mm-hmm. anything at all. You have to be not sacrificing at any other position to, to be able to like uh, use 1500 more in salary for basically no reason. It's like similar to like that sort of what I was saying about gross. Like if you just can't afford gross because there's enough value, then it doesn't matter if he's overpriced. That's sort of the same thing. Like, you can't be sacrificing in your lineup at other places and then play a random fullback over Christensen. Like a random wingback. Sure. Right. I get it. But as a <laughs> tournament play, a random wingback. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just a big Lamptey fan. I've been a, his fan since he, he started coming out. Oh, I love Lamptey, ago, dude. I, I would take him at Arsenal. It's crazy that he's just, that he's not in the side. Yeah. I love he, Lamptey. He had like a nine month hamstring injury and he just hasn't gotten back to, to where he was. So it's been kind of right. uh, disappointing. Oh, I forgot to out. ask you who's top of the table. Is this a trick question? Arsenal? No, no. Uh, who's top of the table right now? Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal. Okay. Yeah. Let's just, okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> no, I just, I was just wondering. <laughs> I thought you were trying to. Play no, 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 no trick question. We just, <laughs> Just wanted right. to know who's top of the table right now. <laughs> All right, ask, ask the Arsenal fan on the show. Okay, yep. All right, other defenders here. Uh, Vinagre, there's a chance Ruben Vinagre starts. 4,300. Um, not, not a cash play or anything, but so Mason Holgate's injured. There's a chance we could see like Michael Lenko move back, back to a back three, and Vinagre is actually more attacking, I think, than Michael Lenko is. So there's someone to look at that, you know, no one else kind of will, but he's in an attacking position. Um, not um, much else. Not much else. Uh, I mean, if do you want to – so you mentioned punting a defender. What is the defender that you want to punt on? Uh, Mark Gay here, our guy, 2,600? No, I don't really want to punt a defender. Okay, you're if still I spending on – maybe, maybe it was by mistake. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to for cash games. Just again, I'm gonna go back to the same thing. There's just no need. Like those are, those are like probably mistakes. Mo- so those are more saying, often not mistakes. Like so if you're, you're like, no punting, so, you, James... so you can get. Sorry, but no go matter ahead. no matter where no, Reese James starts, 
you're saying you're going to use he's you're going to use him in cash games. Oh man, man, I because that's kind of what I you're. Can't say that. So look, look, you just can't say that without knowing the rest of the lineups. Um, I'm saying there's a chance, like. I'm there's a chance just because there's 5k value in the midfield and the top plays like Ward Prowse and Mount or Ward Prowse and the Chelsea midfielder. Those would be the top. Those are the top plays. You know, they just, they don't look that great. Like you can neither, neither side looks that great. So like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think you can afford Reese like not sacrifice too much. I don't know if I would like it would, it would depend on the other stuff. Yeah, the other lineups. It's almost, I think if you want Reese in your lineup, it's almost like that'll, you either want a punt defender. Um, I'm trying to say this right, but you can, but you basically, if you want Reese in your lineup, you can't have Gross and Eze in your lineup. That's kind of what Right, exactly. So, you know, you, you're starting to see why I said I thought it was a mistake to spend up at twice at forward. Look, like I might be wrong. And also, this was assuming Reese was wing back. Right. Maybe if Reese is in the back three, maybe it makes more sense to spend up at at forward. Look though, like, and this is where you're gonna. This is me. Like, this is totally like how a GPP player would talk. But like, I still want to play Neil Mopai over these expensive forwards. That look, Eze is fine and Gross is fine, but they're not like amazing plays or like an amazing price tag like they're pretty good plays like yeah you can go there because there's just not much else but you're a big neil mope fan no i'm not 3900 for like a pretty good center forward against Leeds is like this is it's better than a chris wood spot it's like you know we we were talking about solomon rondon this is the solomon rondon spot except now you have a guy that's actually good at soccer (laughs) you know like we had these yeah hopefully he doesn't listen to this jeez Poor Solomon. <laughs> uh, Mope plus two forty. Again, though, I'm like listening to myself talk, and it sounds a bit stupid, like talking about playing a, a center forward over like clear cash plays in Eze and Gross. Look, I'm like not a cash player. Again, I'm undefeated in cash, but I'm not a cash player. <laughs> okay, okay, there you go. I'm just telling you what I would do, man. Thirty nine hundred for, like, I like the guys that come with a little bit of upside so like this is a punt like here it, here, here you go if edward wanna, starts well, hold on, listen, start... listen, okay. listen mopai is the same price as christensen so like you want to punt with christensen and like take your four or whatever five points hopefully or do you want to like punt with mopai who might score you 25 listen he might score you 25 and you mm. just win you just win man like people underrate that so much. Like I know cash is not about upside, but it doesn't hurt to have a little, if you're not like, it's a punt. Like you you just think of it as you're punting any position. Aren't you scared about the Pascal gross brace? Well, I'm more scared. Yeah. I like (laughs) gross is going to be owned and he's been scoring a lot of goals. So I would try to play gross. Like, I think Gross is probably, again, it depends where Eze lines up and who's in that lineup, but, like, I don't so know. Would you would you go Mope over Eduard if they both start? 
Yeah. They're both yeah. 3,900. Edwards, Only because home yeah. plus 160. Only because Edward just like never goes past 70 minutes. Well, do you think Mope is though? He's trained with them for two or three days. I don't know, but think he's I honestly, go 90. again, like this is where it comes down to matchup. I just much rather have the Everton forward against Leeds, I guess. Away from it's home? It's close. It's close. Look, it's close. It's not like clear cut. I'm not. I think like, this is like a a GPP cash move because I think if Edward starts, people will go at him first because he's because he's home with better really, goal odds. Man? What are what are their goal odds? Uh, for the team or the players? Oh, Edwards. Ed, Edwards plus one sixty. Mopes plus two forty. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm a donkey. I mean, I'd play. I'd play. Mopai or over Edward. I don't know. Maybe they're both bad plays. Again, like I don't want to give people bad advice. Like right. I'm not a I cash it's, player. It's mostly but... built off Palace 1.51 and play go total Everton 1.22. I mean, that's where those odds come from. So look, yeah, maybe this is maybe it's the wrong move, but I would play Mopai and I'll put like a bunch of money behind it. So like you know, I'll lose too, I guess is the point. I'm not like telling anybody something that I'm not going to do. Now we know. Now we know. Goalkeeper, play whoever you want because there could be eight clean sheets on this slate. What do you think? Are, you're yeah, not spending up for Mendy, are you? No. Play whatever keeper you want. I agree. Yeah. Um, any of these goalkeepers could be – like. I don't really want to play Bazuno. I wouldn't play Bazuno, but I'd play anyone else. In cash games, I'm talking. I don't think there's a need to play Bazuno. In Would cash you play games. him because he has a cooler name than every other goalkeeper or no? That's the why I would play him in tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> That's why right. I would play him in tournaments. Good, good. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, you did. Okay, oh, you yeah. I mean, like, to talk a little bit more about, like, what I'm going to do in tournaments – I'll probably have some exposure to this Leeds and Everton match. So I'll probably be playing the keepers from, you know, Brentford, Palace, Fulham, Brighton. Those, those you know, whoever fits in my, in my, you know, whoever correlates in my lineup from, from those teams. Yeah, really, it's just don't go with you know i wish we had jordan Jordan here because this one's more interesting like i wonder if he would say this is a slate you pay up for for mendy um you know with clean sheet odds of only 35 percent like and and they're close to these other teams like i would say no like you know look all these clean sheet odds are relatively similar at least for me i view those percentages as similar what everton are 20 percent, and all the way up to chelsea is 35. So everyone's between 20 and 35. I'm not counting Southampton, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He sold me on the spending up for goalkeeper in cash games. And then I had, I was originally on Raya and then I came to a spot where like I had enough money for Ederson. And so it was a 50, 50 call between Ederson and Ellison. And obviously I went Ederson and I think I missed the cut line in cash games by like a point. So, Oh man, that's brutal. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I so, went, I went, uh, I went Allison. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was just a poor decision by me, I guess, and it didn't work out. But yeah, I see people. Sorry, just people in. The, I was just reading in the chat, <laughs> talk, 
talking about me bragging. Look, I'm joking for the for the most part. I hope people know, but um, you know, okay, that's all. Yeah, honestly, a goalkeeper. There's like, do you want Mendy at 5700 when he, his clean sheet odds are 35 percent? Crystal Palace's clean sheet odds are 33%. There's two other goalkeepers with 30%. They're all right in the same range. So. That tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why are you spending up for Mendy? Uh, just what, tells you that keeper shouldn't be a priority. I guess uh, what Sanchez probably makes the most sense, uh, just going off the odds, uh, 5,000, 30%, better clean sheet odds than than Leeds. So, um, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's... Okay, so what's the play? What's our play this week? Or at least on Tuesday. We got to do another show for Wednesday here. <laughs> what's the play? Where are the go- Okay, so you think goals are coming from this Leeds-Everton match? I mean, if I had to pick, if, if I had to pick one, I would say that, yeah, that match, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. And then, again, Okay, it depends on the lineups. You know, we, we gotta see we gotta see the lineups. Like the, the these matches are all so close that like something in the lineups may lead you one way if like a team rotates a lot. Like what you were saying, like so we, we don't even have the Zaha news, right? Oh, he's been ruled out. Oh no, no, he hasn't. Okay, I don't like, think so, no. Like, no, like you could see a full strength Crystal Palace team, like you mentioned. The, those these those games were zero zero last year, but I don't have too much respect for Brentford. You could see Crystal Palace putting some goals past Brentford. Um, you know, Fulham. I'm. I don't like Fulham. We know. I don't really. I don't play. I don't play uh, your favorite line, Adam. I don't. I don't play um, teams against Brighton when they're at home. But now Brighton's on the road. I understand. But Brighton are just like better than Fulham. So like, A lot I of expect, teams are. Right. I expect. Right. I expect Brighton though to, you know control the possession more and limit chances and like you know brighton for the most part is a superior team than fulham so i don't want to go to fulham on the other side of that fulham is pretty good defensively and they have a pretty good team too and they're like pretty good at playing at home and brighton aren't like a very good goal scoring team so that game is just don't want to play that game i don't want to play that game um so it just like leaves you everton and Leeds as the last one and like I mentioned at the start, these are teams that make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I know they've gotten better, but the two not very good defenses, you know, a lot of new players. Like I see goals happening in that game. And then uh, Chelsea, that's one that's a toss up. You can see, you know, Chelsea, man, looking, coming out and looking very frustrated, maybe not creating a lot of chances. Tuchel comes out and makes subs, you know, or you can see Chelsea just blitz them and score three or four. This Chelsea team is unpredictable. They show up when you don't think they will. They flop when you think they're going to smash. Um, so, yeah, it's a tough slate. But in general, you know, I would lean towards the Everton Leeds match and Chelsea. Um, I mentioned like who the, it seems obvious who the plays are, but Kai Havertz is too cheap. I mentioned Neil Mopai is too cheap. Um I don't know. Did you catch uh, the majority of the Southampton Manchester United match by chance? Yeah. Uh, how did Southampton look? I mean, from what I saw for at the end, oh, they, um, they probably should have gotten yeah. a point from it. No, yeah, definitely. They looked okay at times, and they could have sto- scored. So that's a tough one for like for me to evaluate because of the opponent United. Like United yeah. is so tough to 
you know, the United team that showed up against Liverpool, I couldn't believe that. Um, and then the one that has shown up a couple other times, you know, so, but yeah, so I thought Southampton, I guess, to answer your question, they looked a little better than I thought they would. They created more chances than I thought they would. So yeah, maybe, maybe that bodes better than I, than I'm giving or than I'm saying for this match against Chelsea. Um, it wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if they did well either. You know, Chelsea have defenders out. Chelsea's midfield is kind of in shambles. Uh, not shambles, but, you know, they, they don't have their normal midfield. Conte and Kovacic and no Koulibaly. And uh, so... Koulibaly's back. Koulibaly's uh, back? Just a one-match suspension. Oh, uh, just a one-match. I yeah. guess so, so what I'm saying is even though I've kind of, uh, you know, been down on Southampton a little or, or talked down on Southampton a little, I will definitely play those cheap forwards in tournaments. I mean, definitely those guys are under 4k. They're going to have chances to score. Um, so you think you can take some shots there? Mm-hmm. Right. It's, uh, it's difficult. And until we don't see, until we see the starting 11s, we can't uh, dive in maybe as much as we like though. We, you know, we did talk 60 minutes about it, but I think that's good here. Um, I think we covered everything. Yeah, uh, I mean, again, like there's going to be a lot of rotation, so it's tough to it's tough to cover stuff without seeing all the lineups. Right. But yeah, I think we went over. Right. There's no. Uh, I was going to try and come up with something uh, to have an argument about, like I do with Jordan, but I, I didn't come up with anything. So uh, maybe maybe tomorrow or whenever we do our next show. But <laughs> but uh, I think. For Wednesday slate, I believe we're gonna do Wednesday morning for a show. Um, I, I can, yeah, I can do Wednesday morning. Okay, cool. <clears throat> and so we'll be back then. We also have later today. Me and Chris Owen will be doing kits and wagers, uh, which is our betting show. So check that out if you're interested in betting. I actually believe we're talking about the Southampton Chelsea match, and I don't know what I want to do with that one yet. So we'll see what happens, but. Ryan, you can find him at Ryan Belongi. I'm at Rotos Drake. And if you've been watching on Twitter or on YouTube, we've been using this cheat sheet. And you can get this cheat sheet if you are a subscriber. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial free. 10-day trial, no credit card required. Ryan, good luck on the slate. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with the lineups. It's uh, these short weeks, especially early in the season. We don't know how much these teams are going to be rotating, that kind of thing. Uh, makes it interesting and slightly harder to talk about, but we, we gave some good information here, I'd say. So, But we'll see everyone later in the week for Wednesday Slate. But good luck, Ryan, and we'll see you later. Yep, thanks. Good luck, everybody. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.